0: Hello, Brian here again. This is part two of the Tobias Crane story. If you haven't heard part one, it's extremely important that you go there first and listen to the intro so that you know what the hell you're getting into by playing this episode. It's an audio drama that is immersive, dark, and gruesome, and it's unlike anything LCP D&D has ever put out before. In the previous episode, I compared the tone and content of it to movies like Silence of the Lambs, or Saw, or gritty 70s slasher movies. It is not required listening for any LCP canon or content. This is completely optional, and you do not have to listen to it. When the episode starts in just a moment, I will state the explicit content warnings, which are quite explicit, but I'll reiterate one more time that you definitely should turn on part one first and listen to the intro if you haven't already, so you know what you're getting into. And now, here is part two of the story of Tobias Crane. This story is the origin of a serial killer, and the horrible life that molded him into becoming that way. The episode is an immersive and cinematic audio drama with extremely heavy themes. The explicit content inside contains an abundance of domestic abuse and violence between a husband and a wife and their children, armed robbery, murder, strong language including slurs, the graphic depiction of humans being killed and then butchered multiple depictions of sex scenes including prostitution, people taking advantage of a mentally challenged and impressionable youth, leading him down a dark path, and using his skills and possessions for their own selfish means, and all manner of dark and terrible things of the Wild West era. Listen at your own discretion. In the previous episode, the family at home was struggling to get by, and regularly wondering why the husband and father, Emery P. Crane, was staying out all nights without telling anyone where he'd been, or why he was coming home with blood on his shirt. Desperate to pay the rent, Tobias' mother agreed to perform sexual favors for the landlord. When Tobias' father found out, the man gathered his two boys and took them on a revenge trip to the landlord's house. Once the landlord had been murdered, The father showed his boys how to get rid of the evidence and the identity by removing any recognizable features of the body and sinking it to the bottom of the lake. We open part two of our story now, several days later. Days passed by. The lawmen never showed up inquiring about the missing person. Everything seemed back to normal until one night when Emory came home to find his apartment door open and the latch broken. Why's the door open? Who broke this damn door? Ernie, <clears throat> damn it! This whole frame's gonna have to get replaced. I ain't out here slavin' for money to fix this shit. Who broke it? DAMN IT, MELBA! Not enough that you let this whole place go to shit, now you're gonna... Melba? Oh fuck. Melba? Oh, Oh, oh Ernie, fuck. Mortimer, Tobias, Marty. Ah! Oh, Ernie! Fuck! Don't shoot! Damn it! It's your pa. Tobias, come here, boy. Tobias, give me the gun. It'll be all right, boy. Give me the gun. Give me the gun. Brother, where did oh fuck Ernie? Fuck more Mortimer. Oh fuck, who did this? Toby, who killed your brother? It's gonna be alright, boy. Fuck, fuck. You're gonna need some riches that ain't soiled. Monto. We gotta move. Come on. Ernie, fuck! And we know what you did, Emery. There's no place to run. In my arms, Toby. Come on! (laughs) It turned out the people who came after him were not the lawmen. It was his own employer. Confused and extremely rattled, Emory went to the only two people he felt that he could trust. His two colleagues with whom he had done his dirty jobs over the past couple of months. Yeah, hey, just put them over there. We should probably head out soon. Oh, I hope we get done early tonight. My wife's been pissed at me lately. She ain't even put out for a month because she's been pissed so much. Well, a no good place if you need it. A girl named Aurora. Finest pair of legs north of the port. You mean there's better ones down south? <clears throat> Emory, what the fuck? They came for me. are <laughs> from a family. Well who did? Fuck they... well, you know. They killed Melba and Mort. Come on, you gotta breathe, Emory. Who was at your home? Webb sent them. I recognized the voice, it was Bainson. Oh why would it do that? I don't know, damn it! I don't fucking know! Er, you, uh, what? Huh, you wouldn't know anything about a missing landlord, would you? What happened, Wally? I could see it in your eyes, Emery. You didn't know that landlord belonged to Webb? You know the first rule in this business is to learn your targets, eh, Emery. So this shit don't happen. We kill him. What? We skip the job. We wait until he's in the back room. We off him. Okay, putting aside the fact that you're talking about mutiny, Am, there's only three of us. It's enough. Especially when they're caught off guard. He'll assume I'm running. He won't expect retaliation. Once he's dead, the others will either join us or we off them, too. How you gonna get them to- We up their pay. Ours, too. We increase everything. Bigger jobs, bigger return. You, me, and Herb will get the biggest cut. I could double up what we're making now, Wally. Give me time, I can even triple it. Okay, you're in shock, Kim. Maybe you need to take your boy and get out of town before you lose him to Kill my family. I ain't tucking my tail between my legs and running. Whip dies tonight. Alright, I'll do it. Herb? You need the money, Herb. We all do. Really? Uh, I'll do it. The loss of his wife and his firstborn son was the fuel that drove Emery to murder his own employer and take over the business. With no one left to care for besides Tobias, Emery began bringing the boy along on their various jobs. Tobias became the lookout. With his exceptional abilities at handling a six-gun, he was more than capable of ensuring that nobody fled the scene. The years passed by, and the gang's small-time heists and burglaries grew into a larger operation. When Tobias was 18 years old, Emery felt it was time the boy went on his first bank heist. Alright, this shouldn't be any different than the other jobs we've done. Don't matter the size of the bank, people is people. We like the same in here as to do any other place keep the same positions. You stick to the plane, everyone gets out alive. Alright, don't worry about us, Sam. I told you before, everything goes better when you're in charge than it ever did with Webb. Herb, you know I appreciate all you do. Well, thank you for that, Em. if you ever mention that piece of shit name again while we're out on a job, you'll be joining him at the bottom of the lake. That's our destination, gentlemen. Go by us. Yes, Paul. You've got a memory about as sure as your hand. How about you recite the plan for old Herb here since he seems to have forgotten his do's and his don'ts. You're in the lead, Wallace collects the money, and the Fire Brothers wash hands, and I guard the door. The uh, at the back, and Herb mans the wagon. What you gonna do with the door? Stay behind the newspaper. If anyone comes out, I point and squeeze. Y- y'all inside and hear your shot, we ain't the job. Good. Because this is it. The robbery had begun exactly as planned. Tobias took his newspaper and sat outside the front door, gun at the ready, to see that no one got in or out. They had a lookout at the back, Inside, Emery and the rest of the crew worked to gather people's attention and get the money transfer underway. Everybody listen up, we ain't fucking around. Y'all stand still, none of you gets a bullet. The man with the wagon will be collecting the money. If you'd be so kind as to fill it up, we'll all stand here peacefully until the job gets done, and then we'll be on our way. You bandits. You're nothing but Ernie Damn Bandits. Every man's gotta make a living somehow. Not all of us get to wear fine suits like yours. You're a bunch of lazy parasites feeding off of people who work hard every day. (coughs) You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what it's like to live in an Ernie fucked apartment trying to raise two boys. And you don't know what it's like to have your family murdered. You sit in your fucking mansion drinking fine wines as your grandkids are waited on hand and put by servants. Don't act like you know who I am. Who the fuck told you to stop? Put the money in the damn wagon. Hey, we got lawmen's coming. We gotta move. Fuck, that's enough. Cadman, you help Wally with the wagon. Bayards, eyes on hands. I'm gonna go warn Herb, get the cart ready. It's time to move, toe fucker. We got lawman. Co- pa, 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 the you. I'm pulling a squeeze like you told me to, but I do not see that it was you. That made any man come out of there, but I didn't see your face. <sighs> Tobias' father died in the boy's arms, shot down by the boy's own hand. With the law men right around the corner, the gang fled the scene, and Tobias ducked into an alley and made his escape. Uncertain of his next course of action, something kept replaying in Tobias' mind. Something his mother had mentioned years ago. People who are wanted by the law flee to the Deadlands. With little baggage and plenty of money collected in their years of crime, he managed to steal a horse and ride out west. He knew he would have to protect his identity, but he wasn't sure how. So as a temporary solution, he took the first name that came to mind. His colleague and friend of his father, Wallace Cooper. He figured he could come up with something more original later on. Tobias made it all the way to the nearest town outside of Farport and entered the first inn his eyes fell upon. How long will you be staying? Overnight. All right. You'll just need to fill out this form while I get your key. Something the matter? I, uh, I never really did learn to... Uh... Oh, I see. It's no matter, sir. I can fill it out. Uh, what is your name? Um, Wallace. WALLACE COOPER mm. WALLACE COOPER and your home address why do you need that? in case we need to reach you or mail items you left behind there are any number of reasons uh, I don't have one I see perhaps it would be safe to assume you're headed out west then I figured as much. We get a lot of your kind here, Mr. Cooper. We don't probe too deeply into their business as long as they can pay up front. You can pay up front, can't you? I got plenty of money. Very well. Here is your key. Your room is upstairs to the left. Will you be needing extra service? Hmm? Oh, maybe okay. Very well. She'll meet you up there this evening. That'll be three Anmarks. They isn't that pound of a lot. Well, she's a talented girl. Who is? She goes by Blossom because of the way that she. Well, you know. Oh, uh, I think I'd like to go to my room now. Here's the money. Thank you, young man. If you need anything else, just let me know, and bring more money if you do. I'll be fine, thank you. Tobias lay alone in his bed that evening, staring up at the ceiling and reflecting upon the events of the day, the last few months, the last several years. And for the first time in his life, he began to pray. Uh, hello? I don't know if you're out there. I uh, ain't much of a prayer. That was always what my brother Mortimer would do. He used to say, Tobias, if you ever need anything, you can just ask me and I'll ask Ernie. My brother Mortimer ain't here no more. And neither's my mom. And also, Neither's my paw. But I just want you to know I didn't mean to kill my paw. I mean, but I done it. maybe I am a retard. But I'm trying not to be. And if you was planning on sending me to the Deadlands, maybe I can save you time and go there by myself. Maybe that's where I'm supposed to be. Cause I remember that the boys at school used to tell me that the Deadlands was... Mr. Cooper? Who are you? You can call me Blossom, honey. I help you with something? I came to help you with something. What? <laughs> no need to rush, honey. We got time. I'd say the first thing we'll need to do is get you out of these old clothes. Maybe get you into the tub. After that, the night is ours to do as we please. What do you think about that, sweetie? You gonna give me a bath like my mama? <laughs> if that's how you like to think about it, I ain't here to judge. Come on, let's take this shirt off. Upsy daisy. Oh. You've got quite the scars there. You working on a farm or something? No, I got most of those from my pal and a few from my ma. Oh. Well, they make you look rugged, honey. Come on, let's get these trousers next. You know, i keep a fresh pair of long johns if you want. These look, uh, well, I'll fetch them for you once we get your bath started. They should fit just fine. Mmm, okay. Lift here. There you go. We'll pull these off. Oh my. Got the makings of quite a young man here. He sure doesn't seem very excited to fuck, though. What's the matter? Don't you think I'm purty? Oh, yeah, I think you're very pretty, oh, man. Huh. This isn't usually an issue I run into with traveling men. Except in the case of Whiskey Dick. Who's Whiskey Dick? <laughs> you're a funny lad, Mr. Cooper. I guess in this case, you're Whiskey Dick. Here, maybe we can encourage old Whiskey to perk up. Does that feel pretty nice? yes i think so maybe you like hands hmm or feet is that something you'd like what else can the lawman find i don't know fingers and toes hand me the shears oh no i don't I don't like it I don't like them i don't I don't want right, I don't right, want right. that it's not for everyone <laughs> Well, what do you like girls to do to you? I don't know I've never been around a woman before except my ma you were close to your mom she used to hug you and hold you. Now she ain't never touched me except when she been in a fight with Paul, and she used to tell me all sorts of nice things. Yeah, what kind of things, honey? That she was proud of me. And I was her boy, and she used to brush my hair and tell me that she would always take care of me. And she would be. She would always say, "You're my sweet boy, Tobias Crane," but. She'd always go back to being mean later. Hmm, you poor boy. Well, I'm here for you now. I'll take care of you. Is that your real name? Tobias Crane? Huh? Where'd you hear that name? You just said your mom would call you Tobias Crane. No. No, she didn't. You shouldn't. But Paul says that no one's supposed to know who we are and you, and you can't know my name it's all right you huh? can't know my I'm not gonna name tell Paul says we gotta kill witnesses and witnesses oh, someone Bryce. who could tell people who we are and I gotta kill you because you're the a witness Bryce, you need to calm down Paul and squeeze I gotta kill you help somebody help me <laughs> No identity No identity Oh no identity no identity What's going on in there Hello <laughs> Open this door All right. okay. Open this door. No Hold on. Hold on. I've got a key. Don't break my door. Ernie Christ! What the hell happened to her? Oh, fuck. I think I'm going to be sick. He must have ran out the window. Somebody call the authorities! The law had picked up the trail and Tobias was forced to keep running. There were more witnesses along the way, but they were easily silenced, just like the woman in the room. It wasn't too long before the young lad finally made it to Kensington. He didn't know how much longer he had to ride to reach the Deadlands, but he was well on his way, and shortly thereafter, the law came looking for him. Yeah, uh, hello? Well, howdy. I don't get too many finely dressed folk out here. What can I do you for? I'll take a whiskey. And I will take a wine, please. So what brings you two way out to, uh, Kensington? You couple of lawmen? Hey, we tracked a man out here from the coast. He's been referring to himself by a couple different names. Uh, a Wallace Cooper who we've learned was actually uh, another man from his party back in the city. And uh, his second alias is, <laughs> get this, whiskey dick. Anyway, left quite a few bodies in his wake. Cut their faces off, their fingers, toes. Damn near unrecognizable by the time he's done with them. Yeah, this is the best we can gather from the testimonies we've gotten along the way. Uh... You ever seen a man who looks like this? Hmm... Pretty distinct face, even for a crude sketch. I think I would've recognized him if he'd been here, but... I ain't seen nobody like that. Real bad fellow, you say? He was part of a group known for pulling bank heists and robberies. Yeah, we think, uh... We think someone shot the leader, and so far, this is, uh... That's been the only one of them we've been able to track up until now. Boy, I tell you what. If he was running hard enough... I don't know how you'd catch him once he's out there. He could make it to the Deadlands and just a few days ride. People tend to disappear once they get out there. Yeah, that's often been the case so far. Chasing criminals out this far, we probably won't pursue him anymore unless he uh, decides to show his face again. Deadlands are a harsh place. Yeah, I say if he wants to live out in the Deadlands, Eh, we'll let him. Uh, quite frankly, that's where animals belong.